Creating and rekindling memories. Revenge, uh, the theme to Caramba's Revenge. Caramba's Revenge is a play that's been put on um, by the Riverside Drama Company over at the Duchess Theatre in Long Eaton, Thursday the 16th to the Saturday the 18th of November. It's getting day there um, at the theatre over at Duchess Theatre and to tell us all about the play, uh, and I must admit this is one play I've never heard of before, uh, but looking forward to seeing it, um, is the director Jenny Wright. Good morning, Jenny, how are you? Good morning, Kev. Fine, thank you. Now then, I, I, I keep mentioning sort of a, a different um, productions, getting days and everything. For anybody who doesn't know what a getting day, just explain what you're doing over there at the Duchess Theatre right at this moment. Um, well, we're starting to set the stage up, really. Um, we've got kind of some walls to build, flats to put up, painting to do, and then we start to kind of work out where the moves are, where people stand, and taking it from the school hall that we're practising onto the stage area, which always feels a little bit different. But it's a really exciting day. It starts to kind of bring the play to life for me, so it's, it's one of my favourite days of the week. Now, then, you, you mentioned as well sort of that you're rehearsing in a, a school hall. How different is it for, uh, for the cast and everybody else from moving to something like a school hall into a stage area now i i know that uh you, you lots of you, you're very familiar with the duchess theater anyway but uh but is it uh, is it a, a sort of no i don't want to use the word a big upheaval but uh how easy or difficult is it for some people to adapt from moving to um a village hall to a theater stage um for some people, they're kind of quite used to it, so they take it in their stride. Um, and other people, especially when it's the first time, it can get um, can get take some time to get used to um, the different acoustics, how um, loud they have to project their voice and things to make sure that people sat at the back of the um, theatre can hear everything really clearly. But it, it's I think the cast all feel like it's kind of getting started now, so there's always a real buzz in the air um, when we're moving into the theatre. Okay, now Caramba's Revenge, it's billed as a dark comedy. Uh, so without giving too much away, what's it all about? Um, so it's based around like a cooperative style of living where there's some older ladies that live together in Violet's house. Um, right at the start of the play that we learn that Violet has recently died. Um, but because it's her house and all the ladies want to carry on living there, they don't report her death on and they um, continue drawing her pension to kind of keep their cooperative way of life going. Um, and near the start of the play, a visitor turns up that um, wants to know Violet and um, other things start to happen that I'm not going to kind of give any spoilers about, but the ladies make more and more sort of drastic decisions to try and keep their cooperative way of life going. And there's some really sort of dark moments, but it's not supposed to be taken seriously. It's, um, it is kind of escapism and, and it's, um, and for me, it's a very witty script. It's not one of these laugh out loud comedies. It's not a farce. It's not that type of comedy, but it is really witty. And the characters are really, really interesting characters, um, which is why I wanted to kind of put the play on it. I thought it was um, a really well written script and really suited our cast members on their talent. And uh, is, it, is that what sort of attracted you to actually wanting to direct um, the play as well? With, with, you know, sort of the script and the, the whole story of it? Because it always interests me uh, why directors go for certain plays so um it, it, is that the reason why just the strength of the script and the story um, it was and um 
also the the members that were available for this play, I really tried to find something that suited the people that um, wanted to be in the play, their kind of the strengths of their character acting. Um, but I, I read lots of scripts trying to find the right one. And and for me, yeah, it, it, it was the the wittiness to it, um, the way that the characters kind of came to life as I was reading it. And I um and there's you know, for me it is it is a dark comedy. There's some sort of um, dark themes that are not supposed to be taken quite seriously in it. Um and I find that really interesting, just kind of where people's decision making comes from and what people are prepared to do when put in kind of a tight spot. And and I found that not that I would do any of those things, but it's it's really it was a really interesting read. So I could see it kind of coming to life on stage. Now, as I say, I've, I've not heard this play before. I've not read it, not seen it anywhere else before. But I have heard that the play, it, it's got that feeling of a, a classic film noir um, story. W would that be accurate? I think so, yes. I think it's got that sort of feel about it. But it's, you know, it, it's set in the in the 90s and we're kind of keeping it in in that time because it, it makes sense with the way that the ladies live and, and their lifestyle choices and things. And But it has that kind of more classic feel to it, you're right. Now, Caramba's Revenge, the title itself, doesn't really give too much away um, about the play, but the title of the play is actually explained as the play unfolds, doesn't it? It is, but quite like in the last scene, the sort of title of the play comes to life. But I suppose that idea of kind of um, revenge is kind of quite key to the the plot towards the, the end of the play. And the idea of it being that sort of darker side, um, you know, when you look at our our poster and the photo of it has just ladies having a cup of tea, but then there's a gun on the table. So it, it kind of shows us kind of the the two different sides to the way that the women are living. That's easy. Never trust an old lady. You never know what they're thinking. <laughs> so, so tell us a little bit about the characters um, in, in the play then, because there's the, these four um, elderly ladies um, to start with. So tell us who they are and what they're like. So we start off the play um, with Lottie, Doris and Marge. Violet kind of being the fourth one that we never meet because she's she's already passed away right at the start of the play. So um, Lottie um, is a very sort of bohemian artistic character. She's writing a book that we hear extracts from as she's um, kind of reading it out on stage. And I'm not saying she's the best writer, but it definitely kind of has a flair to it. Marge is very, very active within the local um, institute and um, the Tongson Institute and does lots of different classes and likes to um, kind of keep her life quite active like that. And Doris is a character who has got a bit of a sort of a foible on the drink and has this sort of hidden side that the, the other two, Lottie and Marge, try to um, kind of keep under control. Um, but there's that air uh, that when she does have a drink, that, that could become a little problem for them. Um, so they're, they're quite different characters in themselves. And, um, you know, Lottie particularly is, is quite a driver in the, the events that happen throughout the play. Um, so that's a that's a really strong character, and, and Lizzie Norris is playing that character, and she does amazingly at it. Um, Liz Turner plays Marge, and she's absolutely fabulous. Um, and Diana plays Doris, and she's um, kind of brings that um, kind of 
slightly tipsiness to life quite well um, in some of her scenes, which I really love. Is it method acting though with the drunkenness? I, I just, I just <laughs> want to. <laughs> <laughs> no, absolutely not. <laughs> Oh, I had to ask. I had to ask. So, and then of course there's the the visitor um, that that uh, comes in as well, and that all adds to the mix. And uh, there's a there's a policeman in there as well, which maybe not quite as straight as uh, a policeman should be. People are going to have to find out, aren't they? They're going to find out because not I think everybody. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I no... think I think on the surface of it, you have these characters that seem to live a pretty straightforward life, but there's a lot going on kind of underneath, and there's quite a lot of um, they call them foibles in the play about what their foibles are. Um, so all of the characters have that kind of different side to them that's covered up and kind of reveals itself. And I think that's what's really interesting. And then between the scenes, there's events that happen. And they're not necessarily the events that you think are going to happen, which I also find really interesting. You think something's happened. And then at the start of the next scene, you're trying to work out, oh, did they make change their mind? What really happened? And and so I find that a really interesting part of the play, how what's said on stage in front of other people isn't then necessarily what sort of pans out behind the scenes when reality kicks in and they have to make a decision about what to do. Sounds absolutely fascinating. I cannot wait to see uh, to see this play. It's called Caramba's Revenge. It's at the Duchess Theatre in Long Eaton, Thursday the 16th to Saturday the 18th of November. How can people get tickets, Jenny? And you can go online and through the ticket source if you search on the ticket source website and um, for Riverside Caramba's Revenge that will come up. There will be tickets on the door as well, so you can just come along. There's links through um, to the ticket source page through the Duchess Theatre um, website and through the Riverside Drama Company Facebook group as well. So there's plenty of ways to get um, tickets. I think it'll be a really, really um, interesting and enjoyable night out. So I do urge people, if you kind of have a lot of what to do at the end of the week, then come along to see a really interesting, really well-acted play. You won't regret it. And I must say, I've seen Riverside Drama be, uh, met quite a few times before anyway, and they're just absolutely amazing group of actors um, and very, and especially with Liz in there as well. I mean, it could be brilliant. Um, so thank you so much, Jenny, uh, for taking time out uh, for, well, I mean, we're taking you away from the get-in, really. really so. Yeah, I'm going to go down and start building the stage now. So uh, but it's been lovely talking to you, Kat. You too. I shall let you go and uh, we'll see you down there Thursday the 16th to Saturday the 18th of November. Thanks, Jenny. <laughs> Did you know that Nottingham Hospital Radio is a registered charity? As a result, we rely on people like you to donate to it. All our members are committed volunteers who run the service for the benefit and entertainment of the patients in the Queen's Medical Centre and City Hospitals. Research has shown that listening to hospital radio can positively benefit a patient's recovery, and we think it's a very worthwhile thing to do. Donating to NHR is easy and rewarding, so please log on to nhradio.org.uk and go to the donate page. That's nhradio.org.uk slash donate. You'll be glad you did, and thank you. Thank you.